Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end Ken Dunnick. My partner is the ex-Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. Mark, before we jump into dissecting the Eagles' loss against Kansas City yesterday, just let me mention that the October issue of Jersey Man and Philly Man magazine is now out. It's available for free on our website, jerseymanmagazine.com. Mark does a great article with uh, Bruce Arians, who obviously was in the news uh, last night with their win over New England. Uh, We have a feature on Donovan McNabb. Uh, We talked to Coach Vermeil about Nick Sirianni, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. Secondly, I want you to join 97.5 The Fanatics, Mike Missinelli, as he hosts our Unmasking the Legacy Gala on November 4th at Ballroom at the Bend, where we honor six men and women of the year candidates. If you'd like tickets to this party of the year in Philadelphia, please call 856-912-4007 or email me at ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. Okay, Mark, we're going to talk about yesterday. When's that party, Ken? November 4th. Are you coming up from the Carolinas? I might have to catch flights that weekend. That would be be perfect. Welcome, welcome. No, I haven't been back yet. You know, I've been down here for four years. I have not gone back yet. So that that might be that might be my homecoming. Listen, as much as I love Philadelphia, that's you. You're in a pretty good spot there. It's hard to come back. So so anyway, let's talk. Now, albeit this, I thought this was a tough spot for the number one. They're playing. They're playing on a short week. Number two, they're playing a Kansas City team that's one and two. They had lost back-to-back games. And it was the return of Andy Reid to Lincoln Financial Field. All those things considered, I thought, again, the Eagles, this is a tough spot for the Eagles, but they did come out firing. And the first thing we're going to mention in a series of frustrations is how the first drive ended for the Eagles. They're marching up and down the field. They get stopped on a, on a uh, third down. It's fourth and short. They send the uh, – they're, they're going to go for it. They have an, uh, a delay of game penalty. Uh, and no, they don't have the penalty. They burned the timeout. Yeah. Right. And then, timeout to for whatever – yeah, for whatever reason, they send out the field goal team. Now, if you're going to burn a timeout there, you go for it, right? You right. don't kick the field goal. And, again, these are the growing pains that you're going to have with a young coach like Nick Sirianni, correct? Well, <laughs> yes, but well, they're not. I guess growing yeah. pains might be putting it. Yeah, I mean, but see, this, I don't believe right. in this. See, I don't know. This isn't your your high school team. This isn't, you know, a Pop Warner team. This is the NFL. Yeah. There shouldn't be growing pains. No, the guy should be enough. ready for the job, but yeah, we know he's not. Ready. Well, then they should have hired him. Well, or they should have demanded that he hired. Again, I go back to Andy Reid. You brought up Andy coming back. Andy Reid was as unproven as anyone when the when the Eagles hired him, right? I mean, probably a he little. Was even, he wasn't even a coordinator at that time. Right, he was right. A quarterback. But he was, but he was in a pretty good program. Mm-hmm. But again, what what did Andy do when he got hired? His staff, nothing but, or at least the higher ups of his staff. His offensive coordinator was Rod Dauhauer, a former Jim NFL Jackson. head coach who had been around a hundred years. Yeah. His defense coordinator was Jim Johnson, right. He'd been around, been coaching defensive for forever. So mm-hmm. he surrounded himself with, and he kept Harbaugh for, for special teams. You know, he you know he brought other guys that, that had been that had been in places. That was important. That was the most important thing Andy ever did. I I, I know. Yeah. You know, I think he, the only he, experienced guy in the staff is Stoutley. Yeah, who does a great job. 
He's mm-hmm. done an unbelievable job. But he's an offensive line coach. He's not, you know, he's not doing, he's not coordinating. He's not in, in Sirianni's ear. I mean, that wouldn't have happened, what, what you described, what, what really happened. I, I think Sirianni thought there was a penalty, and, and, and the ball was moved back to the eight. That's why he, he, he sent the kicker out. Yeah. I think he was well, screwed up. Listen, you got 15 guys upstairs feeding information on your headphones. That that type of mistake yeah. shouldn't happen. Should so, not, not in the NFL. Should not, you're right. It should not happen. So let's go to my second point of contention, which is, and I have them starred here. There's like multiple stars. This is like movie reviews. I star <laughs> all the stuff I want to complain about. Okay. Lane Johnson, out for personal reasons, which means the Eagles are missing four starters on their offensive line. Now, let me, let me tell you something. I don't know what personal reasons is. I'm sure that it was uh, necessary for him to skip the game. It may be COVID-related, and they don't want to say anything about it, or for sure it better be a really important personal reason for Lane Johnson to miss the game. What do you you say about that? Sirianni did not look pleased when he was asked about it after the Right. That's what tells me it probably wasn't. If it's COVID, you can't be upset. I mean, if he, you know, this is the times we live in now, and and unless he did something stupid to get, you know, I'm saying I don't know if he's back. Is he vaccinated? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's COVID related. I think they that would have come out by now. Yeah. Um, But you know what? And I want to get to this later, but Elaine Johnson's had a nice career. Very good when he's when he's played. He's been one of the best right tackles in the game, but I've, I've but I've kind of had enough of him now. I mean, I don't again. I don't want it personal. It better be real personal. It better be something. And again, tell us what it's it is, be, so we so we don't speculate, right? I mean, it's got to be a catastrophic thing. And again, we're I'm I'm hopeful that nothing happened to him and his family, and everybody's right. okay. But I just again, you know, if that's the case, then why did he miss the game? Yeah, I mean, yeah this is the time with uh, the history of being suspended twice. Um. I, I just I don't know I don't know but it, something has to happen there I mean he, he, this guy I don't know I mean and it, and it comes up an hour before the game no it's frustrating it's uh, it's it's kind of crazy uh, and uh, hopefully we'll find out more later this week let's go to my next starred point which is I want to find the FBI poster that has Fletcher Cox's <laughs> picture on it because let me tell you something not only does he did he not show up yesterday? He doesn't show up in the defensive statistics, Mark. He doesn't. No. He doesn't get an assisted tackle. He doesn't get a, 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 a hurry. He doesn't get a deflection. Now we talked about this before. He, is he getting doubled? Yes. So is Aaron Donald. So did yep. Reggie White. The players that are the big so time players Cox? making this, this, Almost this type career. of money. Okay, they got to show up, and yeah, he's not showing I agree. up. I he didn't show up. He didn't show up against Dallas. No, last week I was I was trying to be kind <laughs> to Fletcher Cox when I said, you know, it's time for him to start doing. So, you know, he's got you know, that army crawl down though. Oh, he's, he's good at that. Got that army crawl down. Yeah, when uh-huh. the ball lands in your lap. <laughs> you know, that's. I don't, I don't want to jump ahead, but this this season, let's let's be honest, this is not going to be a playoff team. Can we agree on that? Well, of course. Okay, no, not going to be a playoff team. Dallas is going to. Win that division easily. They should. Um, I think it's time. Right, the, the trade deadline's about a month away. A little, little, little bit less than a month away now. If I'm the Eagles, I'm on the phone. I'm, I'm offering guys like Fletcher Cox. 
um, even and Lane Johnson, and any other, not everyone, but older. By the time this team's good, Frederick Cox and Lane Johnson aren't, aren't going to be a part of it. So if they could get something, well, well, the, the problem is at their salaries. Who's going to well, give up what they want to get for them for non-production? I mean, Frederick Cox somebody. does not show up. Yeah, but I mean, somebody will find it. There's, there's always a dumb team out there. <laughs> hey, they got a one and a four for Sam Bradford. I never thought that was possible. Well, that's true. That's true. And you never. It only takes one team that says, "Hey, Fletcher Cox, we can get Fletcher Cox for this." And I don't know. Again, I don't, I'd have to look at the cap ramifications of what the what the new team w- would be taking. Oh no, listen, you're not going to get a first round pick for any. Don't get carried away. But if you can get a pick and maybe a younger player. Mm-hmm. My, I'm, I'm looking at the Eagles yesterday, and I'm that game. I didn't again. I had you often say don't gamble on football. That wasn't a gamble. If you bet Kansas City yesterday, that wasn't a gamble. That was like stealing money because there was no way that Kansas City was not going to beat the Eagles by more than six points. There was just no way. That that was. I mean, just the talent level, everything was like you said. Kansas City coming off two straight losses in a division where. The Broncos are three and one. Whoever tonight, the Raiders yeah. might go to four and zero. Even if they lose, and they're both with, no. Kansas City could not afford to lose that game, and right. they didn't. Well, but anyway, well, listen, I got I got six minutes left. I got a lot to bitch okay. about here. So oh, let, me, let me get to, let okay. me get to my next okay. point. The, the running backs touched the ball ten times. They only touched it three times last week. Sanders right. only has seven carries. Gainwell, who's looking like a pretty good player to me, he's got three carries for thirty-one yards, six catches for twenty-eight. But, again, when you pass the ball 48 times and only run the ball to running backs 10 times, that's an imbalance mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, defensive teams will take advantage of. And Kansas City is not a good defensive team. No, they're, they're bad. But, but, but the Eagles are going to make it easy for people. Uh, now, they did run a little bit of motion yesterday, which I liked, because, yes. of course, you saw what motion did to the Eagles' defense when Kansas City ran it. They had Ty- Tyree Kill matched up on Eric Wilson on the, on the second touchdown. They got the fastest player on the team matched up against a linebacker. Yeah. Of course they're going to score. By the way, Eric Wilson has a pick yesterday. It's the only yeah. interception for the Eagles defense. Why is this Eagles defense so bad? They've given up 83 points the, la- the last two weeks. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it scheme? Is it, uh, uh, you know, where, where's, where's, uh, where's Kerrigan, the big free agent picked up? Where, no, no, I think, I do think uh, Hargrave and, and Sweat played over. Yes. But, my, um, my, my take on this offense, I think the offense has some good young players. I really do. Um, the problem, my problem with the offense isn't the players. It's the coaching. I just don't think this guy is any good. I don't think his coordinator is any good. I just, I mean, it's it's an abuse. I I think Galen Hurts has a few. I don't know what he's going to be, but he's not he's not a he's not the major problem. He makes mistakes. But no, 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 no. Hurts played okay yesterday. He's Thirty-two for forty-eight, three eighty-seven. And I don't know if you heard the post game again. He says all the right things. I mean, oh yeah, no, he's smart. He's just so. And their receivers aren't bad now. Wide receiver is no, no longer a problem. No, they've got some speed on the outside. Right. And I like Gainwell and Sam. I mean, Gainwell and Sanders look like a nice combination to me. The problems on offense, I think, are coaching and time. I just say he's just not good. Defense, the problems are players. They're just not good enough. They need help on defense. They need – with all those picks they have next year, they, they need to draft a lot of defense. Speaking of players, speaking of players that aren't good enough, Andre Dillard, three first-half penalties yesterday, two t- touchdowns called back because of them. Uh, I well, know penalties killed his team. 
Yeah, they had nine more. Thirteen the week before, and nine again yesterday. That's a mark of an undisciplined football team. And that comes from coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, at all points, everything they do to make points to, they're not being coached right. They're being coached by a guy that's not an NFL coach. He's just not an NFL coach. He's just never been put in this position. It was a bad hire the day they made it. In five years, maybe, but this isn't. This is the NFL. It's, it's not. There was a, there were a hundred guys out. I mean, anybody would have. Well, I can say anybody, but there are qualified people that are not head coaches in the NFL that should be coaches in the NFL ahead of Nick Sirianni. That's my take. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't seem. It seems like Lurie and Rosen get a pass for this hire, and I think the writers are just throwing their hands up and say, "There's nothing we can do about it." These are the guys that this team wants to hire. And uh, you know why even ask the question? Um, I, I do want to know if I was still there. I know you would. I know you. Would. That's why you should come back into town every once in a while and pop in. Hey, um, have the Eagles ever seen a shovel pass before? Two, two and it touchdowns like it. with the shovel pass on them. The Holmes is is a wizard. Right. That kid yes. is just, uh, so savvy. Kansas City third down efficiency nine for ten. Eagles only six for twelve. You know, this Eagles team more and more is looking like the team that I thought they were going to be. They have some exciting young players. They do make some plays on offense from time to time. I think think Hertz has an uh, escapability that adds a dimension to the offense, and we've got some speed on the outside with Watkins and Smith. But there's just – there's too many missing pieces here to get Eagles fans uh, excited. And then, you know, when you look at the schedule coming up, we both agree that this Carolina game is a winnable game. Oh, they can the win Eagles. that. Carolina uh, without Christian McCaffrey is a different team. Yeah. I mean, I, I see the Panthers a lot because I'm down here. Losing him is like another team losing their quarterback. He's that, right. import, he's that important to that offense. I mean, they, I mean, he runs, he catches. He, he's, the, he's the heart and soul of that team. So when he's not there, they're a different team. You saw it yesterday. The Cowboys blew him out. I mean, that game got a little closer at the end than it really was. That was a blowout. Um, yeah, the Eagles, that, this is a very winnable game coming up. Then they've got Tampa at home, of course. That's not you know, I, just, uh, I don't believe they're going to win that one. Then they're at the Las Vegas Raiders, who are undefeated, by the way. And then they've got a winnable game at Detroit. So yes. as we close out this podcast today, I would say this to Eagles fans. Um, enjoy what you've got. You've got some exciting playmakers. I don't think it's going to turn into a playoff situation at the end of the year, but uh, – Let's enjoy our Eagles football for what we have while we have it, which is this team currently. Hey, Mark, always good to be with you. Thanks for joining us on the Bird Brains, everybody. Have a good day. Bye-bye.